Fear kills more dreams than failure ever will. And in a profession where change is becoming more and more of a constant, that level of uncertainty is leading many pharmacists to staying stuck by fear, holding on to what they know, even if it's a job they no longer find fulfilling. While we build these walls of certainty to protect us, those same walls become those that imprison us. So if you're tired of staying imprisoned by your own fear, working at a job you don't like, how do you escape? How do you rewrite the story you've been telling yourself? The best person to answer this is someone who did this exact thing. Someone who crushed her old limiting beliefs and is now making six figures a month from doing what I call honing her fire. Dr. Christine Munikin is a functional medicine practitioner, three times best-selling author, and top-ranked story podcast host. I could literally read all the stuff that this incredible woman has done for like four podcast episodes worth of time. But like, it, it just blows my mind how incredible this woman is, but not just who she is, how she's taking that and investing it in so many other people, but just some, just some, just some minor bullet points. <laughs> She's been recognized globally for entrepreneurial achievement and dedication. Her publications and magazine features include Forbes, Yahoo, Disruptors, Authority, and Brains. She is leading the functional medicine revolution and is passionate about mentoring burned out medical professionals struggling to balance family, career, and their health to take control of their life and career and create a profitable functional medicine practice. Our guest today, Dr. Christine, believes that everyone deserves a second chance to rewrite their story and become the best version of themselves. Something y'all know I'm super passionate about. So it's time to light the fire and throw some napalm on your dreams today, my friends, because welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, my friend, Dr. Christine. Oh my goodness, Adam, what a fired up call. <laughs> I had to set the stage because you're- you are, you are, you are not only setting the stage, but you're like revolutionizing how podcast hosts should introduce their guests. As a podcast host myself, I was like, man, I'm taking like notes after this call and this is how I'm going to introduce my own guests when they show up and I cannot wait to have you on my podcast when I'm ready for a re-release. Oh my gosh. Thank you so it. much. What an honor. What oh an no. Honor. So guys, uh, backstory, we connected on the interwebs many, many years ago, right around when she was in this phase where she's like, you know, I'm not really where I want to be. I got to do something. I got to do something. And we connected there. We also connected uh, through the wonderful world of Tony Robbins. And literally, it's one thing to know stuff, but to apply it. That changes from knowledge, saying like, oh, I've heard that quote before. I, I've heard this. It's cliche to understanding, which is taking that knowledge and applying it. And money talks. And my friend, you talking loud. <laughs> so seriously, holy crap. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for Thank those you. kind words. Thank you. I, I'm so glad you're mentioning about, you know, applying you know, what we're learning, because this is one of my personal beliefs that, you know, people say like knowledge is power. I disagree. 
yes. applied knowledge is power. Correct. And I love when people's like, oh my gosh, you're so inspirational. I'm like, that does not excite me. I don't want you to say you're so inspirational. I don't want to be an inspirational speaker or like, I'm here to motivate you, but I want you to take action. Tell yes. me what did you do based on five minutes of episode, whatever you read or listened, what did you do? So that's he, when I want to celebrate. That's what I want to celebrate. Not like, oh my God, this was beautiful. And then move on. No, absolutely. I, I agree with that so much. And as a keynote speaker around the world, one of the first things I say in every talk is I am not a motivational speaker. If you want to get pumped up, go to the gym, but we're here to create momentum. And that's yes. something that you and I preach like, yeah, motivation and inspiration do not cause transformation. And if y'all are here watching this or listening to this episode, that's what you're here for. You can go get a meme anywhere else. We're here from the real talk. So obviously y'all heard literally less than 1% of what this amazing woman has accomplished and is helping other people accomplish. But before we get to where you are, I really want you to connect with those listening with where you started from. So can you just give us a quick rundown of why you picked pharmacy in the first place? Uh, what led you to your pharmacy job and corporate? And then what that transition looked like, like what was stirring inside you and why you stood, stood there for so long? Like what were some of those limiting beliefs and fears that you had? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Thank you so much for allowing me to share my story. Well, I was born and raised in Armenia. I actually came to the United States when I was 16 years old and my family immigrated here for freedom and opportunities and choices. And coming here at 16 years of age, not speaking the language not having any other friends or family, just like feeling like so disconnected with the world. And here I am, a 16-year-old teenager trying to reinvent herself, trying to fit in and trying to become someone. And I just didn't know who I was becoming. And just watching everyone else talk about like, well, you got to go to school, you got to go to college, you got to do this, you got to do that. I'm like, cool, that sounds awesome. Like, I'm going to do that, right? Took my first job, not even speaking the language because I needed to help my family financially. And that led me to having like more conversations with people who were doing like amazing things. Like even back then, now that I'm like looking back, I'm like, wow, like I was like selecting people I want to hang out with, not to be cool, but like I was so inspired by them because it was so new to me. Everything was new to me, Dr. Adam. And I remember just going through like school and my counselor was like, well, you got to start taking some like, like classes so you can learn what you can apply for like college. And I was like, okay, I'll just go to a hospital. I like to be in the medical field. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Deep down, I want to be a plastic surgeon. However, the lifestyle was not something I wanted to have and start looking again. Okay, do I want to go to medicine? And pharmacy just came up like so out of the blue. But it, when I saw that and I started doing like one hour a week, I was just like paper, you know, filing papers in the pharmacy in the hospital here. And I was like, cool, this is cool. This is awesome. And that was my first exposure to the pharmacy space. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna take my first job. Became a pharmacy clerk, walked to my job, you know, right here down the street from me. And I was just making it happen, just learning as I was going. And I remember like, okay, now it's time to apply to pharmacy schools. Like, let's put on the big girl shoes. Like, let's apply to pharmacy schools. And here I am in California and I was uh, applying to different schools while I was still doing my undergrad. And I was put on the wait list at two big schools right here in California and moving out of state was kind of like not an option for me again, financially and family. They just wanted me to stay home. 
And I remember like, you know, I'm like, God, like, why are you like, I'm good. Like I have like a 4.2 GPA. Like, why are you putting me on like wait lists and why, why, why? Right. And oftentimes we don't realize, you know, Lord has different plans for us. And I remember like just telling my parents, I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to get accepted to pharmacy school. And during that time we were just getting, you know, looking into different places to move to cost of living and just different opportunities. And my family was like, well, we've been looking into moving to Florida. I was like, all right, let's go. I'm not getting accepted. Why not? I'll apply there. Adam would literally move over the weekend. And Monday morning, I got a phone call from one of the schools here in California, Western and saying, congratulations, you've been accepted. School starts, <laughs> school starts in like three weeks. When can you come for orientation and pictures? And I was like, you must be kidding me. I just moved across the states, like all the way from California to Florida, starting from, uh, from scratch. But again, I was like, I'm a huge believer. Everything happens for a reason. And I knew there was a reason for me to be in Florida and applying to pharmacy school at Nova Southeastern, I got accepted. And that's where my whole passion started when it comes to like taking leadership roles too. From a second year of pharmacy school, I was like, I'm going to be a leader. Like I'm going to, this is my time. I don't have family. I don't have kids. I'm going to make this best experience ever versus saying like, oh my gosh, Pharmacy school is so hard. It's so, you know, like stressful. I'm like, I'm going to make the best four years of my life. Amen. I became a pl- class president. Yeah. The next thing I know, I was like, you know, FSHP president for our state chapter. Next thing I know, I'm like Phylum to Sigma president. And next thing I know, I was awarded a Wonder Woman for my fraternity, Phi Delta Chi. And everybody was like, wow, like you're just doing everything. Like, how do you do this? And what kept me going was like, again, I, we all have the same amount of time in our days. I'm going to make the best out of it. Yes. I'm literally going to make the best out of making those relationships, creating things that I never thought would be possible for me to create and stepping into, again, those leadership roles. I decided to continue into two years of administrative residency at Ohio state and moved there, got my master's in health system, pharmacy administration and did two years residency and I was on path to become a director of pharmacy. That was my path. That's what I wanted to do. And sure enough, I climbed the ladder um, literally after graduating my residency from Ohio State, moved to back to California. A week later, I started my job here at Sierra Sinai and I was climbing the ladder. I was regulatory and compliance officer. I was outpatient pharmacy manager, like you name it. And I was like, this is happening. I'm gonna be a director. But I just knew that I knew that I knew there was something more inside me. I just didn't know what it was. Yes. And 12 years being in one hospital, different roles, just going from one you know, position to another position to another position. I was constantly reinventing myself, yes. constantly trying to figure it out. Why am I here? Like, why? <laughs> and I'm one of those people who love to like, you know, look into things deeper just to go deep and i knew there was something inside me saying like christine there's a lot going on in your life right now and during that time i was really struggling with health um, because again remember i'm struggling um, i'm striving to become a director i'm like on path i'm working crazy hours again sacrificing my health for those titles Yes. sacrificing my health with family time, sacrificing my health for the next recognition and the bonuses. Yes. Till I realized I was chasing after the wrong dream. And that moment was when I was 35 years old and with 
two little babies at home in my doctor's office getting my annual checkup. And my doctor was, listen, you are morbidly obese. Your cholesterol is out of control. Here's a um, Lipitor prescription, go get this filled. Try to lose some weight, try. And you're not sleeping well. You're very, looks like you're stressed out. The way you're going, you're going to have a heart attack in the next five years. Wow. So go take home, go take this pill and start, um, you know, quote unquote, like be on this path of like losing weight, no direction, how no resources, how it just, here's a pill for your ill, go home. And otherwise you're going to have a heart attack in the next five years and you're going to die. And I just knew that this is not the path I was supposed to be on. I just knew that I'm not going to settle for what was given you know, to me in this like five minute doctor's office visit. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't become a pharmacist to like shove pills down everyone's like throw, like, because this is like quick fix. I knew there has to be a better way. Yes. There has to be something else out there, but I just did not know what's out there till I stopped, took a breath. And I was like, I have to look for a solution. And that's where the next chapter of my life started. And we can t dive into that in a minute. <laughs> absolutely. Wow. Just absolutely extraordinary. And I resonate with you on so many levels. Like, oh, also shout out to Fight Out to Kai, fellow brother here. <laughs> yeah. <Yay! laughs> but that's exactly it. You get that opportunity because same thing, I was waitlisted. And what that basically means for, for those of y'all who, you know, are real Kai all the way. Uh, waitlisting basically means we gave our admission offer to those we really want. And if they say no, we'll give you a chance. So <laughs> just like you, it, it's like you're given this chance and you don't want to, you want to make the most out of it. But I think something, there's a lot of things like seriously, so many gems that you dropped there because your story is absolutely incredible is you got an identity. So in school, you're Wonder Woman that planted a seed. Well, I think a lot of things that pharmacists do is they create their identity around how they define pharmacists working at a retail chain, doing these sort of tasks, looking at the works, creating your identity instead of the faith and the gift that God put in your heart. And I think that's a lot of times what we get caught up in because that's what, quote, everybody else does. It's, quote, what we're supposed to do. I should do this. I should do that. I should earn this. I should get this degree. Stop shooting all over yourself Myself. and reconnect with what's in here. Now, here's where I really want you to talk to people. There's a moment where you did reconnect and you had to make a decision of literally dying to your old self in order to create life in your future, really becoming the woman that God designed you to be. So my question is, when you realize that, when you realize that you felt like you were living a lie and not living your authentic truth, I think this is the point where so many pharmacists are and they stay there for months, years, their whole life, because let's be real, it's scary. It's scary to put that aside and leap into uncertainty. So what were the specific fears or limiting beliefs that you had at this time? And what was it for you that gave you the courage to step forward into the unknown and make that first step into who the woman you were going to create to become? Oh my gosh. Yes. And before I even start, you know, sharing that part of my journey is like one of my favorite quotes by um, Paula Coyle. It says the journey, maybe the journey isn't about so much about becoming someone. It's all about unbecoming everything you've ever been to become mm. the person you're meant to become. Yeah. And again, sometimes we have to unbecome, we have to let go of all these things so we can start creating from scratch. And that moment of fear was, again, I'm sitting in the doctor's office, I'm given a prescription, and I'm told that I'm going to die in the next five years. 
So there's millions of things going through my head of like, why? Like, why is this happening? Why, why, why? Like start doubting myself. Like, I don't know enough to do something else. The doctor just told me I should listen. But then again, you know, we're talking about fear, but also fear of like losing, you know, like life, right? I mean, this is something that is like, it became real. And not every person can receive information that way because some doctors will kind of sugarcoat it. You know, you're okay. You're still fine, but you may, you know what I mean? No, mine was like very like direct. She's like, Christine, you're going to have a heart attack in the next five years. You're not going to survive 40 years young. Right. And for me, that shook me up. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is real. Like just reality just kind of hits you. Yes. And I just remember sitting in my car, just like bawling, just crying, like it has to be a better way, it has to be a better way. But again, my fear was like, what if I'm making the mistake and not listening to my doctor? Yeah. Right now, this, all these noises are coming in of like, I don't know enough. I don't know any better. Like, I don't diagnose and treat people this way. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a hospital pharmacist, right? Acute care, right? Mm-hmm. So again, for me, it was more of like, who am I to say no to something that the doctor just told me? what to do next but i just knew i'm like i have to figure it out again when you're looking for something the universe delivers and just please be ready to receive it just please 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 universe will deliver everything you're praying for you just have to be able to receive it okay and for me was like i have to look for other ways of doing stuff so i started googling stuff right how to lose weight how to detox how to how to how to dr google became my best friend because i just didn't have friends and colleagues who were understanding how to heal themselves like not natural way but again one of my classmates from my residency dr sadie cox came into my life and she's like christine I've been doing this cleanses. I've been taking this adaptogens. I've been doing all this intermittent fastings. I'm taking all the shakes. I was like, what the heck is all that? I'm like, Sadie, is this legal? She's like, yes. <laughs> like literally the first thing came out of my mouth. I'm like, is this legal? Because yeah. it was so bizarre. I'm like, I've never heard of this things. So I'm like, adapt to what? What is that? What's ashwagandha? What are you talking about? What is this? Right? And she's like, trust me, it's going to change your life. I was like, you know what? I have this fear again, like I'm taking something I've never taken before. Yes. I'm, but I trust the person who's recommending me, you know, what she has gone through. And I saw her transformation. I saw her health journey, like change. I was like, why not me? Yes. What's the worst that can happen? It didn't work. Great. What's next? But what did happen was I started incorporating holistic approach. This was my first exposure to functional medicine and holistic approach. And I realized this is supposed to be the standard of practice everywhere. And when I started taking care of myself, I also looked deep down and saying like, what is causing my stress? At that moment, Adam, I started making decisions for my heart, not for my ego. Because my ego before was like, climb the ladder, become a director, right? That was my ego talking, those letters behind your name. But now I started making decisions based on what I want, what I desire, what my family desires. And for me, it was to step down from my management position to be a staff pharmacist and pharmacist in charge in one of our outpatient surgery centers. It was a huge decision-making point. Again, talking about fear. How people are going to look at me? Oh my gosh, she's such a failure. She could not manage 
being a manager for a couple of years. She doesn't know how to handle stress. She doesn't know how to manage people, blah, 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 right? Again, the fear of what are people going to think of me? But for me, I knew that stressful life, that burnout that I was going through was killing me. So I had to cut that. So I had to let that go again, started making decisions every moment, not for my ego, what I should be doing versus what do I really want to do? And so in overnight, I went from become being someone's boss to being someone's colleague. Talk about the awkward situation in that moment, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I just knew I'm on the path for something extraordinary. I started taking care of my health. I started walking. I started signing up to gyms. I started working out. I started following you, watching you weightlift on those Monday mornings. <laughs> I was like, Man, this guy's on fire. Like, and now I started surrounding myself with people who understood health, fitness, like mindset. Again, that exposure changed everything. Absolutely. Again, I asked myself, why not me? And during that journey of my weight loss, I lost over 100 pounds. Wow. I actually stepped on stage, stage as bodybuilding fitness athlete as Wonder Woman. I mean, hello, I had to represent See, Wonder Woman circle. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> right. But again, it's that fear of like knowing like what if something goes wrong, but what if something goes so extraordinary? And again, always asking myself like what's next once I accomplish small wins. Correct. And, and that's so, so key because you got to really focus on that. So one of the first questions you asked in your journey that I really want to bring to light is who must I become? And in order to do that, you have to look both forward, but you also not looking backward as a fear, but looking backward as an acknowledgement, because I think one of the biggest things that keep pharmacists stuck and pharmacy students for that matter is it's they achieve and then boom, what's next? What's next? What's next? They just keep achieving to get more degrees in the thermometer to create that identity and self-worth and validation outside of themselves. And there's no space in between endeavors to celebrate. So the two questions that you really have to ask yourself when you're making this new identity is what reference must I create to become the woman or man I must become, but also what references have I gained in order to become that woman or man I must become. And and I want you all listening, unless you're driving, of course, I want you to hold out your hand. Seriously, do this. Hold out your hand and make a fist. If an opportunity, your dream comes to you, how are you going to grab onto it? The only way is if you let go. It's the only way, which brings me to my next powerful question. Once you do that, what are you going to hold on to? What are you going to grab onto? What's going to lead you to the next phase of your life, which is what you cultivated in your journey. You found mentors, you found people that could guide you there. And you started to realize this is it. I don't have to figure it all out. I just have to find the people that have figured it out, model my mentors, and literally just absorb, learn, like, yes, work is required, but you've got to keep finding that and turn decades into days from finding the people that are successfully doing repeatedly what you're looking to achieve. And because you did that successfully, now you're giving that same experience back to other people. You looked at what worked because you helped, you did it yourself like to a massively successful level, but now you're helping other people do it as well. Instead of them having to go and find and cultivate their people on their own, you've created a space and a place 
through your company and through a really exciting opportunity that I want y'all to be at, because I mean, this is going to be fire, how you can own your fire and really lead this life that's not a pipe dream. It's actually a potential reality. So with that being said, you went through all this, you found these people, and now you created your business. So I really want you to share people fast forward from that amazing story. Seriously, like absolutely incredible. Lost 100 pounds, redefine your identity or like all that, just incredible. But now you're in a place where you've built this momentum. You've built this sustainable way of living and helping other people. But now because you're there, you're giving it all back. You're doing this experience in a way that's inviting other people who either have let go and are looking to grab onto something, or they're too scared to let go, but they want insurance. Like once I let go, I need to know what I'm going to ratch on to. So give us a little insight into what that looks like and how you did that. Oh my gosh. Yes. And as a matter of fact, like I remember just sitting here and saying like, what is my life going to look like when I go all in, right? Because again, when you have a full-time job and you have kids, you have family, you're playing all out, but not to your foolish potential because there's something else that your security blanket is right next to you because the job is still there. It's still paying you, right? But I was like, what is going to happen if I just let everything out? And I realized that question, the power that I had in me is in 2020, when again, I'm going through this whole thing of like trying to create myself, the pandemic is happening, you know, childcare is non-existent. It's so hard for us as a family to survive, like just the mental health, it just, it's too much. And I just knew that I knew that I knew I need to, to be home, but I didn't know how again, but however, I did know is what resources do I have in front of me? to create an amazing opportunity, which was to hire mentors, to learn and model. And also I put myself through, you know, we talked about Tony Robbins in July of 2020, I went into his first um, virtual, like Unleash the Power Within event. And during that time, I was like, I was meant to do this. I was meant to lead other clinicians. I was meant to be the voice for those who have not spoken about their fears. And because I've been hiding behind the security blanket, I'm like, I'm going to revolutionize how every patient is going to be treated, which is holistic health first, then traditional medicine. And literally two weeks after my event with Tony Robbins, I turned in my two-week notice and I walked away from my corporate six-figure, multiple six-figure like opportunity that I had because I knew I was meant to make more and make a huger impact. And remember walking away from that job that I had created so hard, right? It took me 12 years to climb those ladders and create that opportunity. Now I'm going to, starting from scratch, creating my own legacy, creating my own legacy in functional medicine, and now helping other clinicians like myself, pharmacists, nurse practitioners, doctors, any clinician who understands the value of holistic health and a holistic approach of integrating that into their practice and giving patients options. Yes. And this is what I'm like, so like my, it's part of my like identity. I'm like, give people options. Give someone up, let them decide, let them decide, give them options. Again, I walked away from this incredible job that I had and everybody thought I was going through midlife crisis. And everyone was like, why why are you quitting your job during a global pandemic when there's so much unknown? I'm like, because I'm creating something extraordinary. Yes. And I started with one or two clients, one or two pharmacists, helping them 
create their own functional medicine legacy. Next, it was like, oh my gosh, now we have a tribe of 50 clinicians that have gone through our program through Story Institute to become certified functional medicine specialists. They're creating their legacies. They're impacting world health. And I'm on a mission to impact 1 million lives around the world with functional medicine. And the way for me to do that is if I train and certify 1,000 clinicians to become certified functional medicine specialists so they can all each go and help 1,000 patients themselves, that's when I know I've reached my million lives around the world with functional medicine. You're and again, this time. is... Yeah. yeah, this is going to be such a revolutionary space, especially nowadays. I think the pandemic opened up many people's eyes of what's possible. And a lot of people, a lot of women like left their workforce during this global pandemic too. And I was one of them. But now we're starting to think of like, what else can I do? Again, pharmacists are smart. Pharmacist students, you guys are smart. There are so many ways you can monetize your knowledge and it doesn't all have to be around pharmacy. It doesn't. Correct. Uh, exactly. That's yeah. that's so true. And that's what I, that's my first, I guess you could call educational product that I made is coaching people how to take your passion and turn that into your purpose and monetize that to your personal brand. And there's going to be a link down below if you guys want to get in that course, but exactly the same. Like I started with a couple of pharmacists and they yeah. totally transformed what they thought was possible. But I think what you did, Dr. Christine, and I really want to give people an image of this because all like pharmacists and students were like trained to do this. You climbed a ladder for 12 plus years, but where's it going? Like high in the sky, but where? So I think what you did is you transformed from climbing a ladder to who knows where to building the foundation of a home where not only you could belong, but you could open the door to other people who felt lost, who felt like they were climbing up to somewhere they didn't even know where it led to. And I oh think that's gosh. what you created. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. Yes. Yes. So much. Yes. And again, I'm so passionate about giving again, people opportunities and choices because again, I wasn't given that choice. I was just given a pill and I was told you're going to die. Like, if, unless you don't take this pill, right. You have to like ask deeper and why, like, why am I sick? Why am I not getting the raise? Why am I having relationship problems? Like why? Okay, oftentimes we are scared to dig deep yes. because we are not ready to face the reality. It's a dose and of yeah, dose and of you can't sugar, yeah, and you cannot sugarcoat like things uh, and things like, oh, one day I'll do this, one day I'll do that. No, there is no day, like one day is not reality. <laughs> like you have to have a plan. Yes. And yes, just because somebody has been like so you know into pharmacy space does not make you less qualified if you're doing something else take the same skills that you have learned all those years and implement them here yes again there was a reason i've been into like you know rokai and phylum sigma like you know fraternities leadership roles and state and organizations there is a reason i was there because now i'm taking all those experiences and I'm creating something extraordinary in this functional medicine space that has not been done before, like creating functional medicine, you know, fellowship programs for my pharmacy students. My first fellow starting this year in September, I'm working with state organizations to allow pharmacists legally to order labs. So we don't have to call ourselves health coach, but I can call myself a pharmacist who is ordering stool tests, hair sample testing, you know, food sensitivity testing. 
So I don't have to like, you know, dequalify myself of saying like, I'm a health coach, so I can order the last verses. No, I'm a pharmacist and I can do this. And a lot of people forget the choices that they have because they haven't been around people who are doing it. So y'all listen to this, like Adam, yeah, we know your story, Christine, your story's cool, but what am I going to do with it? And something that you said over and over again, why, why, why? That one thing transformed my entire life, this one concept. And you guys, if you follow me, heard my podcast for any length of time, I say this ad nausea because it literally transformed the trajectory of my life. The quality of questions you ask will determine the quality of life you live. So with that being said, you're hearing all this information that's inspiring. But again, we're not here to motivate or inspire you. We're here to transform you. So the question now is for you, you've heard this stuff. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to feel pumped up for two hours and then something happens? And you're like, oh, stress. Or are you going to take this and take the next step? Because to your question, a question for you, Dr. Christine is, so I've heard all this. You're, you're speaking my language. I have these same fears. I have these same limitations. I feel stuck, but I don't know how to get out. And like I said, like I've hinted at, you've created a, split, a place for people to experience what that tr transition is with guidance from people who have actually walked that walk. So can you talk a little bit about what that place is and how people can get into experiencing that transformation of seeing what's possible for them? Yes. And because I know you have so many pharmacy students listening to us too. So thank you, number one. And, but I also want to share like two stories of some of yes. my pharmacy students. They came into my life because again, they were stuck. Yes. Okay. Dr. Rojan, she's soon to graduate next month, right? She was a P3 transition to P4. She sent me this entire long message on LinkedIn. This is a clue. Please go connect with people on LinkedIn. Please yep, connect yep. with us on LinkedIn. <laughs> and she literally sent, like, she's like, I'm on the wrong path. I hate this entire pharmacy space. I'm miserable. I'm just stuck. I don't know what to do, but I know I can help people, but different way. This was not the path for me. Yeah. And she was ready to quit. She was ready to quit pharmacy. I'm like, you are already third year, about to go to fourth year, one year, just suck it up. Let's go. But then also I said, what if you become my first, you know, scholarship winner inside our Institute story Institute, because I would love to mentor you and show you what's possible. Yes. Again, she asked me good questions, like going back to your point, and she started our internship, she became a best-selling author. She got her you know, uh, certification as a certified functional medicine specialist. And now she applied to become my first fellow, okay? My other student, Dr. Christinas, again, soon to graduate the next month, she came in and she's like, I've been doing functional medicine for almost like five, six years for her own health, but she didn't know how to make money off of what she already knows. Yes. And I was like, Christina, you know this, like, let's do this again. I showed her the path, gave her a scholarship again, too. And Adam, like literally last month, she had $15,000 launch as a pharmacy student. I allowed her, I gave her permission to quit her job at CVS so she can spend time on helping people the way her heart desires. Yes. But again, this is what's possible if you're going all in. This is what's possible when you're in the incubator with other clinicians who are on the same space of learning new skills, but also utilizing the skills that they already had from their past. And now we're saying, how can we impact world health with holistic approach? 
based on what you already know and also based on what you can start learning. And let me tell you, functional medicine is not for everyone. What I teach is not for everyone because not everyone has the mindset. There's still a lot of clinicians think this is some woo-woo shit. I'm like, no, it's a real science. <laughs> Just because big pharma is not supporting the science does not mean that this is not real science, right? The biggest competitor, and, of course they don't. <laughs> yes, they will not. Why would somebody recommend to go work out to increase their mood and eat better to lose weight and do all this stuff versus here's a pill for that, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, we're competing with the big dogs, I like to say, but again, inside our tribe, we're a tribe of clinicians who want the same thing. We all want to impact world health. We want to give our patients choices and options. And also we're in this part of our lives that we want to reinvent ourselves and have a more fulfilled career. Yes. We went to medical schools. We went to pharmacy schools to become clinicians so we can help people. But now with all the politics and all the drama that's happening, our, we're not giving the best care to our patients. We're limiting them to the best care because insurance companies saying one way, or your boss says you cannot do this because it's not in our protocol, or this is not on our formulary. Someone else is dictating how we should treat our patients. But let me tell you in the functional medicine space, when you have your own practice, which you can, and you will one day, if you're passionate about this, no one is telling you anything to do. You drive your practice. You drive the practice. You do what makes sense for you and your clients. You create opportunities for your patients to transform their life. And we become, again, the go-to expert in the space because traditional medicine is not talk about lifestyle modifications. Uh, That's what they come to us. <laughs> they, so I'll challenge you on that. They do, but they don't define it. So this is actually what planted the seed for the fit pharmacist like whole idea when I was in pharmacy school, because we'd learn. So before you learn drugs and stuff, first you learn conditions. But before you learn conditions, you have to learn how the body works normally. And then when they go through where it dysregulates, so let's say diabetes, for example, it'll give treatment protocols. Number one for every single disease state was diet, exercise, lifestyle modification. So here's what's fascinated me and what literally planted a seed. They stated diet, exercise, lifestyle modification, but they never talked about what that looked like, how to implement it, nothing like that. So it was the number, like of any disease state. Yeah. The one solution that is transcendent with every single condition there is, but we're not taught about it. Very fascinating. So that's literally what started my journey. As I noticed this trend, I noticed a pattern, but there was no information behind it. So I, I love what you what you said, but and yes, and yes, <laughs> they talk about it, but they don't teach it. Yeah. It's there with everything. It. And, and all of you are like, yeah, it's true. Because it is true. It's the facts. Yeah. But how yeah. to implement it, that's the trick. And I think that's what you teach people so elegantly, not only for themselves and their patients, but how you can actually teach this on a larger scale to create a business that's not a side hobby, it's your purpose. Yeah, and I'm gonna say something that's probably not gonna to be too sexy for a lot of people to listen to this. Uh -oh. But think about this, you go into a doctor, and again, I'm not saying this to shame anyone, but if the doctor is obese and they're telling you, like, Christine, you need to lose weight, do you feel like I'm taking that sentence serious? Because I'm looking at the person that's in front of me. Yes. So again, every clinician has to become their own patient first. Yes. You have to take care of yourself. Correct. You got to walk the walk. You got to do what you're telling your patients to do. You can't tell someone to go lose weight or eat healthy, go work out and do all this or sleep better, right? If you're not doing that yourself. 
Correct. So please wake up just because you have the titles behind your name that you can say what to do, do it yourself first. You know, that's a dose of truth. And it's honestly a really hard pill to swallow. And, and I reinforce mm -hmm. that this isn't meant to shame or condemn or anyone yeah. like that. It's really a, you know, this is really what like, you're going to be talking to people, you literally have the opportunity to change someone's life. And right now, when you're a pharmacist or a student, you have what I call as blind trust. They don't know you, but you're in a position where you can influence someone's life. From that point on, whether that goes up or down is totally up to you based on the actions you take and the responsibility you take. Yes, it's stressful. Yes, there's all this stuff. And I get it. That's literally why I created the Fit Pharmacist is giving people solutions for the real problems that everyone faces, but no one talks about. Yes. That's why I made this podcast. But that's what guides you is how can you own your fire and take charge of all the benefits, but also how can you flip your script from the burdens and see them not as burdens, but as blessings and take your mess and turn that into your message, overcome those tests and turn it into your testimony so you can help others who feel stuck, which is exactly what you and I are here talking about today. Mm -hmm. How can we help you get unstuck? How can you unstuck yourself from being fearful, from being stuck in what you think you should do instead of owning your fire into what you were designed to create? Yes, I would like to speak truth. This is this is why I love spending time with you because we speak the truth and the society needs more people like us because again, a lot of people are afraid to speak the truth because they're afraid how they're going to be judged. Yes. By, they're by, afraid, yeah, what yeah, that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. By the peers that they have, which is exactly what I'm excited to share with y'all right now. If you want a place and a space where you can talk about that, that's exactly what this amazing woman has created. There is a really awesome opportunity for you to be around people that think differently, that are having different options for allowing you to think of what's possible. Maybe you started having these thoughts, shared them, and other people are like, that's stupid. That's, you know, that's hokey pokey, whatever, hocus pocus, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. So tell us about this because this is super yeah. exciting. I want everyone to uh, know about it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We're throwing our very first virtual summit for functional medicine practitioners and any clinician who understands the value or wants to learn what this whole world looks like. Story Institute is throwing our first conference and virtual summit starting May 16th. And I'm so blessed to have you as one of our incredible speakers. I'm because again, I'm so fired up. Like literally, I'm so fired up. We have over like 20 plus clinicians who will be speaking about their, not only their life transformation, but also their teaching, how they took again, their mess to their message, right? Yes. Again, we'll have clinicians talking about how they went through like trauma, how they're curing uh, their like, you know, symptoms that they had. I don't like to use the word cure, but again, you know, gotta be politically correct, right? but also clinicians who really saw this opportunity and they're running with that. They have created financial opportunities for themselves because now they can work less and make more impact in the world in this space because they're followed their gut and they went all in. So you're going to hear from many ex experts from gut health to autoimmune, to sleep, to burnout. You all need to listen to that, that one. Hormones, you just name it. So you'll be lots of clinicians speaking their zone of genius and what they're good at and how they have their own practices. 
And also we will be doing lots of training, which is my zone of genius to teach you how to take that clinical skills into your business model. So I'll be teaching you how you can start your practice, how you can, how much you should be charging your clients, how can you stay legal and what tools do you have? So I'll be providing a lot of those resources. So you are going to walk away lots of tools, but again, at the end of the day, it's up to you. What do you do with that? So I'm so fired up, but we'll definitely share the link inside our um, notes. And it's starting on May 16th. It is going to be available for the entire week. So May 16th to the 20th. So please come hang out with us. We'd love to see you. We'd love to welcome you. And this is, again, if you're a pharmacy student, especially your P3 about to go to P4, I always give two scholarships to students. So if you're ready to have other options, when you graduate P4, like come hang out with us um, and see what's possible. And one of my biggest missions is to make sure every uh, pharmacy school, medical school, nursing school, every school from like year one, they learn about functional medicine, entrepreneurship and mindset. So when they graduate, again, they have a choice, they have an opportunity and they can decide what path they take. So come hang out with us. I'm so pumped to have you as my guest, as my speaker during our event. And I'm just blessed to have all these incredible souls that come into my life because this is a tribe of clinicians. We are, you know, creating the functional medicine revolution. So it's happening, y'all. <laughs> That's right. And y'all, you are invited again, May 16th to May 20th. There is a link in the show notes. Make sure you hit that. You do not want to miss this, but I'm sure you're like, I can't wait that long. I got to meet this woman. I got to interact with her. So please share, where are you most active on social? I'll again, I'll have all the links for those in the show notes as well, but where are you most active on social media so that people can connect with you and start getting hype in advance? They want a pregame. They want a pregame. Yes, please, please introduce yourself. Come hang out with me on LinkedIn. I love networking with other clinicians. Um, I love, again, mentorship is very dear to my heart. And again, if you are feeling you're stuck and you want some guidance, please connect with me on LinkedIn, Dr. Christine Manukian. I have the same picture on all of my social media platforms on LinkedIn. Yes, you've got to create the brand awareness, right? Um, Facebook, same thing, uh, Christine Manukian, and on Instagram as well to Manukian. But please send it out and you guys can always, you know, if you, I'm going to offer this to your class, to your audience too. If you are again stuck and you're in this space of trying to figure things out of what you should be doing, or if this functional medicine aligned with your vision and just get on like a 15 minute clarity call with me again, this is not for everyone. I'm going to say that again, it's not for everyone. So if you go on my website, drchristimanukian.com, you can click on contact me and you can definitely check it out, get on my calendar. It'll be my honor to have and speak with you because again, one conversation can change your life. Like it changed to my P4s, the soon to become doctors. And again, their life has forever changed because they initiated the conversation. They reached out to me and I created an opportunity for them and has forever changed their life and has helped me grow too as a mentor. Now I'm like, I have a fellowship now, like, hello, <laughs> residency Amen. next, rotations next. It's coming. It's definitely coming. Story Institute is here to, again, impact so many clinicians and teach everyone how we can become functional medicine practitioners. So thank you so much. And I cannot wait. And if you, you guys love this episode, please 
tag us, both Adam and I, on Instagram and tell us what are you going to do today, what decision you're going to make today, and how you're going to execute it. Let us celebrate both of or the, both of us will celebrate and we'll share with our networks as well too. So I'm here to cheer you all on. <laughs> Again, you guys learned a ton here. There's a ton of motivation, inspiration, but that will not cause your transformation. It's the quality of questions you ask that will determine the quality of life you live. So with everything you've heard, with all you feel right now, all the questions, all the possibility, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to sit there where you've been the last month, year, 10 years, or are you going to put it into practice? This is not comfortable, but nothing grows from comfort zones, and we want you to grow. So make sure you tag us on Instagram. I'm at the fit pharmacist links will be down below. Make sure we see you on the inside again, May 16th link is in the show notes. We want you to step up and look at where you are and say, where do I want to go? What are you going to do right now? What simple one action sign up for the event? What are you going to do to rewrite the story of who you will become tomorrow? because we want you to go forth and dispense your full potential. That's what you're here to do. It's not all about you. It starts with you, but it's all about how can you leverage the gifts you were given to serve other people. So Dr. Christine, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your spirit and thank you for allowing us to be a part of your experience because I truly believe that a rising tide lifts all ships and you, my friend, have set sail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again. What an honor. And I cannot wait till physically see you one day. It's going to happen. Yes. Yes. There will be <laughs> I a cannot huge hug. wait. Yes. I'm like, I'm a hugger. I'm like, I cannot wait to be in the space physically with you, uh, seeing you travel the world and doing all this incredible talks and inspiring all of our professions. It's so, I was like, one day you're going to come to California. Like it's, it's happening. So yes. we'll just have to put it on our calendar. Thank you again. This has been such a blast. And yes, I cannot wait to connect with everyone who is ready to rewrite their story. Let's do this. Let's flip your script and dispense your full potential. God bless everyone. Have an awesome day. Be the change you wish to see in pharmacy. It all starts with you.